Okay. Showtime. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And uh, don't forget, freetalklive.com. The features are for free. Those other talk show hosts in the business, they want to charge you for their websites. We do it free, so head over there and enjoy those various different features. Uh, and the main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. So um, maybe you see something online that you think is interesting. You submit it to our website. Maybe it's a YouTube video or a blog post or a uh, news article. Anyway, whatever it is, if our other listeners like it, they'll vote it up. If they don't, they'll vote it down. The most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So head over there and get interactive. Uh, 1-800-259-9231, as always, is the number. allows you to take control of the airwaves, bring up anything. You know, there was actually a news story that uh, we mentioned a few days back, never actually had a chance to get to. So I want to make sure that we do that. And that is the man who has been fined over $5,000 for growing vegetables in his own yard. Yeah, you think to yourself, well, this is the land of the free. I mean, the one of the core tenets of freedom is being able to feed oneself, right? Oh, and not yeah. to mention that you can, grow, you can grow plants on your lawn as long as it's the plants they want, right? Sure, sure, in well, different municipalities. Plus, like, I've had vegetables growing in my yard before. Like, when I lived in Oregon, we had tons and tons of acreage. And, you know, there's all sorts of fruits, vegetables, who knows what, growing in your yard that you don't even know about. And so... It's true. That's kind of scary. So in this case, uh, this man, they, uh, according to AOLnews.com, his neighbors call it Cabbage Gate, and it costs Steve Miller a lot of green. The Clarkston, Georgia man was fined $5,200 for growing too many vegetables in his backyard. Miller had been growing legumes for 15 years, selling them at local farmers markets and giving them away to friends before he was cited by the DeKalb County Code Enforcement Office for the first time last September. So this is Chicago? Uh, no, this is Clarkston, Georgia. Okay. It's illegal to garden at such a level in the zone in which he lives, see? So it was okay to grow some veggies. He's just growing too many he veggies. He has grown too many veggies. Miller tried to challenge the penalty, but a reprieve was slow in coming, and the fight's not over. He told AOL News that time went on, but no answers, and then I get a letter in the mail with more fines. Didn't get an answer back from the county until I started getting notices from code enforcement in October. And before I knew it, I got a subpoena to go to court. After a long legal battle, Miller successfully rezoned his land. But despite that victory... What are we paid to do that? Who knows? The county is still fining him for all of his illicit vegetables and even for hiring workers to weed the fallow land after he stopped working on it. There is no winning when it comes to the government. Just a reminder, whenever the government comes after you for anything, whatever it might be, whether it be uh, something like a parking ticket or in this case for growing too many veggies or uh, whatever the issue might be, 
you're always going to lose your time at the very least. Yep. Even and if you so-called win the court case, you'll lose your time. You'll lose your money frequently because a lot of times you can't do it alone. You've got to hire some sort of outside assistance like a lawyer. If you hi- even if you uh, use Jurisdictionary at Jurisdictionary.com, you st- I mean, you know, the, the very fact that you have to protect yourself is it's just ludicrous. And, and you're right. Right. So in this case, he did not win. Not only did he lose his time, but they still continued to fine him even after he successfully rezoned his property. Because remember, that doesn't grandfather you in. Even if you rezone the property, they still have all those outstanding fines uh, that they want to collect because it's not about your vegetables. It's about it's about their weird words. It's about money. <laughs> yeah. It's about them getting your money from you and getting right. as much of it as they can possibly extract from They're you. They're a parasite class. That's how they operate. They need to suck the lifeblood, which in this you know in this world, I'm afraid that uh, you know the medium of exchange is money. They need that money. They don't produce anything on their own, so they have to get it from you. Miller runs a relatively large operation for a backyard gardener, about one and a quarter acres That's in production. Good size. Yeah. With crops like celery, tomatoes, lettuce, Swiss chard, beets, cilantro, carrots, and of course cabbage. He peddles his harvests at farmers markets, but doesn't always turn a profit, and it's far from his main occupation. Miller yeah. is a landscaper by trade. He's doing this he's doing this uh, for the the love of gardening and, and the kind of fun and to be able to you know, share his, the fruits of his labor with other people. Yeah, it's that, a hobby lifestyle. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's. I think it's. I think it's great. Americans need this, and the very idea that municipalities are stopping people from growing uh, stuff on their land to me is sick. Yeah, it, it is sick. When when the government finally creates a complete disaster of the economy, and we actually have to know this stuff, nobody will because the government has made it so that people, uh, you know, don't don't even know how to garden their own land. They are making us. Dependent on them for everything. Exactly. So Miller had uh, no idea, he says, that growing vegetables on his land was illegal. In fact, he purchased the plot because he knew that people had grown vegetables for profit there in the past. Well, the government keeps getting bigger. So in the past, if people got away with it, that's no that's no guarantee of future uh, results or future performance. Because they're always coming up with new ideas to control you. They're always coming up with new taxes to impose on you, new fines uh, that they can hit you with for any arbitrary behavior that they decide is unacceptable to them and their rules. Yeah, I mean, if they rezone this guy for now being able to grow things in his garden, he'll probably grow the wrong things, and they won't like that. And so that'll be a fine. No legumes. He's terribly sorry. (laughs) He said, it's not my source of income. It's my passion. If it were my main source of income, I'd have to sell my house. While many food activists cite urban agriculture as crucial to establishing locally sourced food systems, zoning laws present challenges. What distinguishes outlaw tomato plants from a legitimate commercial operation is not always clear, and some, like Miller, become unwitting violators. See, he just should have read the laws. He's a violator. The (laughs) fact that they can even write laws like this is what the problem is. Mm -hmm. The fact that they can, that, that America has slipped into such a nanny state tyranny that they could write laws that say that you can't grow some radishes at your house is bananas. Well, radishes at least. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to eat those though? I'm sorry. Michael Wall, communications director for Georgia Organic, said there's a fine line between urban agriculture and backyard gardening since this is an emerging issue. There are going to be some gray areas. Of course, it's only an issue because of the people known as government that insist on aggressing against peaceful people doing what they want with their own property. Now, some people would say that you libertarian types, you guys just want to get rid of zoning entirely. 
And yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's true. But that usually leads to the next statement, which is, that just means you think it's okay to open a landfill next door to my house or right. a pig farm. So let's talk to uh, you know, mm. Mr. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Uh, economically Ignorant. The fact is um, that when you're talking about people living places, then usually you're talking about residential areas. When you're talking about a residential plot of land, it is far too dear and expensive that um, you know to to put a dump there. That's the that's some of the most expensive land around. Obviously, there's commercial land inside town where big buildings are. That's mm-hmm. a little that, that's more costly. But if you're going to have a landfill, you want to get it where the land's the cheapest. Obviously, you have to have it near some some place where people can drive to it in order to dump things. But you want the cheapest land around. So that's going to be where people have lots of acreage. If there's you know a quarter mile between my house and the landfill. Maybe it's stinky. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But those are the things you deal with. Um, I mean, <laughs> where I'm from on uh, out in Bradenton, the, the, the county landfill had houses all around it. And I'm sure that there were days that it, you know, blew one way and blew the other and things weren't uh, weren't so, uh, you know, pleasant smelling. But the fact is, those people's property values reflected that. They bought a house out there near the landfill because mm-hmm. it had been there since I was a kid. Right. It's probably mm-hmm. very, it, it, it would be a very rare person that was still there the, yeah the ones out in sarasota county were also newer houses as well yeah, so those people willingly bought next to that dump i'm sure that most of them knew that they were go, moving into next to a dump buyer beware and the fact is that the uh, the property value well it's but the property value reflects that mm-hmm. the house that's next to the dump all things being equal with a house that's five miles away from the dump is going to be cheaper yeah, well, now they're even doing the things where, like, they cover the landfills and make golf yeah, courses true. and whatnot. So, and then the house values go up. Then yeah. you cash in. We're coming up here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Have you encountered zoning restrictions like this? If you haven't yet, just give them time. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Oh, don't worry, you're not a home gardener. You think you're safe? Oh no, they'll come up with something to control your life. Just wait. It's free talk live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. We've got all the features there. We give them to you free, including our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you can just hit m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our podcast as well as our live streams. M is in mobile.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a, there's a whole bunch of uh, shore excursions and that kind of thing. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey 
in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. We've secured some more rooms at a great rate, but I can't promise anything after April the 17th. Right now, it's about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today before you're too late. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, so 1-800-259-9231. A few more thoughts here on the outlaw gardener. You know, Rebel. We've heard some really absurd stories over the years, and they are becoming less common, or less uncommon, rather. Remember the story, uh, let's see, there was the old lady who was, I think she was tackled to some extent by the police for having her grass too brown in Aww. front of her house, like a 70-year-old woman. Yeah, I, I, I seem to recall that. I, I certainly remember the story, but I can't remember what uh, happened to her physically. Of course, there are people who've gotten in trouble for having their grass too tall, uh, there's that issue as well. In this case, this man was fined $5,200 for growing too many vegetables uh, in his lawn. And, of course, there are all kinds of fines and things like that for doing repair on your home without begging permission from the government bureaucrats yeah. first. I mean, so there's just... I remember at my grade school, we had, like, one of those old buildings from the end of the Oregon Trail, and it was, like, a historical landmark, but we used it as the music building, and they had to, like, go through two years of bureaucratic process to see if they could build just a closet shelf in there. Incredible. Because it was a historical landmark, and so there had to be, like, all these forms and... Yeah surveys and oh it was ridiculous then you got the one uh from i think it was the northwest where collecting rainwater was illegal remember that one yeah Mm, yeah Yeah. they own the water so right so you can't grow more vegetables than they will allow you to grow and you can't collect your own water either which really just goes to show that these government people they do totally want to control what you can put in your body and what you can do to sustain yourself and your family. It's crazy. Well, and also, when you think about the, the water situation, they um, even if you pump your water out of the, the ground um, and you don't take their you know, fluoridated water that they, uh, they give you in the city, well, you have to worry about how you put the, the, the waste back in. Like, my dog can go and do its business on the lawn, mm-hmm. but I've got to have a you know 10,000-gallon septic system with a big leech field and all mm-hmm. this other stuff, right? So, I yeah. mean, you know, I'm not saying that I want to go out and go on my lawn. I suppose I could if that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But they've, you know, they, they make these systems. They super build these systems, and it costs tens of thousands of dollars. Well, they, they require uh, these, these uh, you know, these big requirements for the making of them. And I suspect it was probably uh, the heavy equipment uh, companies that lobbied for these. So on the other hand, there, I guess in some areas, are some good news about what you can do on your property. The article here from AOL News gives a few examples in Georgia and across the country. Many municipalities are making compromises to encourage new oh, produ- yeah, productive land uses. Earlier this year, New York's underground apiarists scored a victory when the city agreed to make beekeeping legal and allowances for backyard chickens have been enacted in many cities such as Seattle and New Haven, Connecticut. Sometimes, however, it takes a case like Miller's to motivate change. He's glad that the county was able to help him rezone his land, but still stung by giant fines that he has incurred. Uh, the county refused to comment as the case is still pending. So whether this man, uh, I, I sure hope he doesn't pay this $5,200. But then again, what happens if he doesn't? Are the county people going to then put a lien Just on his house? put a lien on his property probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, so he pays it at one point or another. Yeah, which means that if you try to sell it, then that lien has to be satisfied before it can, yep. the sale can go through. It right? means. Yeah. So 800-259-9231. As I pointed out before, it never ends. 
Well, they will always come up with new rules and regulations for you to uh, hoops for you to jump through in order for you to just live your life. And as long as Americans and people out there around the world continue putting up with this, as long as you keep paying the fines, as long as you just bow down and kiss the ring or kiss their boot, then you can expect more of this. And until people finally decide to stand up and say, that's it. I'm going to start acting like a free person. I'm not going to care about the fines that you send me. Go to hell. I'm not paying them. You can take me to court. I'm still not going to pay the fines. F you. And my neighbors are going to do the same thing. And then what are you going to do? Because if enough people say no, they can't do this anymore. Yeah, it's true. Require your obedience to make this work. Well, they they require the um, the obedience of enough people, and I think that you're absolutely right. If enough people get together and say no, then that's uh, you know that'll work. But what they do is they pick off people from yeah. the pack. The, 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 the people. It's, just, it's easy to label them as crazy. Well, yeah, you know, somebody who's growing uh, stuff in their garden na- right now these days is just so deviated from the norm that you know it's easy to pick on them. I've got another story here from Oakland where they're doing the same thing to another lady well hold that thought let's go to your phone calls you can of course bring up absolutely anything let's talk to jay in california jay you're on free talk live with ian megan mark uh hi is this dictionary talk live <laughs> jay what's on your mind tonight i'm not sure what that means oh, oh okay well i was just uh calling to talk about capitalism and you know i hear a lot of people who say that uh you know, that uh, certain countries have a capitalist economy and others don't have a capitalist economy. And and the way I see it is that capitalism is kind of a, a state of nature, and you can't get rid of it because there was capitalism in communist Russia, you know. Can you define capitalism, capitalism for me, States. please, before we go on with this conversation? Yeah, it's uh, pursuing your your personal self-interest to accumulate capital. And that capital doesn't have to be cash. It doesn't have to be silver. Uh, You know, it could be political capital, or it could be power, or something like that. And it's something that you really can't get rid of in any economic system. Well, I'd agree that, um, you know, that sort of the free market, I I prefer to use that term because I think people understand it a little better. I would agree that the free market can't be stopped. It's kind of like a river. You can dam it. You can, uh, you know, but it'll find its little way around. Uh, You know, obviously it can be stifled, but it can't be stopped. Well, I don't think it's fair to equate the free market with capitalism. I think that's a, a common mistake that people make. Uh, they will call that uh, what we have today a free market, and that's not true. That's not true. Um, <laughs> the free the free market is the absence. Well, they'll of, call what we have today capitalism, and then if you you have to you have to have a conversation with someone before um, so that they so that you're on the same page because capitalism means different things to different, different people. people. Sure. One yeah. of the synonyms, and you seem to like this. Uh, one of the synonyms for capitalism is free market. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I mean, I I don't think that that's what it is today because a lot of people see capitalism as essentially corporatism. A dirty word, Yeah, and, and they should because <laughs> of the way it's been, I guess, used over the years. In fact, we'll bring it back here for your further thoughts in moments. 800-259-9231. You may bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. 
HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you this evening, it is Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there free, so enjoy those. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. Features including our bulletin board system. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. Uh, bbs.freetalklive.com. Like the rest of our website, it's totally free for you. Free Talk Live, we talk about uh, acquiring gold and silver uh, for all kinds of reasons, either as a hedge against inflation, an investment, barter currency in case things go south. Well, we've teamed up with Midas Resources. That's our, our syndicate. They uh, also are Genesis Communications Network. And we're offering you some really great prices on gold and silver coins and pieces. I've picked these out in order to to facilitate getting gold and silver into your hands, not collectors' coins or anything like that. When I found uh, that there were you know, companies out there so- selling gold and silver, I, I researched them initially. I, I felt like I had never had the opportunity to compare apples to apples. So we put them right there on the website so that you can comparison shop between Gold.freetalklive.com and the other gold companies out there, if that's what you wish. I think you'll find that uh, the prices are really great. Whenever I've compared them, they've come up looking pretty good. It's gold.freetalklive.com. Take a look, gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so we uh, will continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Jay is with us in California. Jay, you'd called in uh, to make a comment about, I think, capitalism or something. I don't know where you were going, but I just wanted to stop down and make sure that – we had a, at least a definition of capitalism on the table because I think that a lot of people have different ideas of what capitalism supposedly is. And I, I take offense to the idea that capitalism would be equated with the free market because it's not in most people's minds. Or even if it is, it's still a mistake because the free market is the absence, in my opinion at least, the absence of control the absence of coercion it's a free it's freedom you get to trade with who you want you get to do what you want as long as you don't you know aggress against another human but being but that is the definition of capitalism Gap- capitalism is an economic system based on the private ownership of the means of production distribution and exchange characterized by the freedom of capitalists to operate or manage their property for profit pri- excuse me that's profit. not the definition of capitalism capitalism does not uh, require a uh, you can have Excuse me. The free market allows for different economic systems. That's what I mean to say. So you can be a capitalist in the free market. You can also be a communist in the free market if you'd like. But if you have the freedom to distribute your um, your, your capital, as it were, then you have the freedom to set up a, a socialistic or communistic a commune. Communes can exist mm-hmm. within capitalism. It's just characterized by the freedom to do it. I, yeah, I wouldn't say. That I wouldn't say that most people define it that way, right. Ian. I agree with mm-hmm. you. However, the, the you know the caller, what's his name? Uh, Jay is with us. Jay, Jay was only giving his definition. His definition fits the dictionaries. Right. I'm not going to uh, pigeonhole a communist 
and say that, well, you can have your communism under capitalism. Uh, that's really offensive. Yeah. So how about we just call it the free market and say you can have whatever uh, economic system underneath that uh, that you'd like. Yeah, I really have no opinion when it comes to like all the rhetoric stuff. I'm just like too simple-minded for all of it. So. Go ahead, Jay, with your thoughts. Well, what all I'm trying to say is that capitalism is not necessarily a political system. It's just a state of nature. Because even under a communist political or economic system, there's still going to be people competing for, for some type of capital, be that political capital or, or uh, just pure raw power, like the people in the, uh, you know, the big party higher-ups, those people have the most amount of political capital. And it might not mean that they have the most amount of money or resources, but they but they do have the most political capital, and that that's capitalism. Re- yeah. Regardless, if if everybody has the same amount of money, they still have more political capital. So it's still a capitalist system. Yeah, I totally see where you're coming from. There was, I, I think, the movie was Enemy of the Gates, which was about World War II. There was oh, a sniper, yeah. snipers. You like that movie? Uh, no, it was a oh. horrible first date movie. Oh, really? That ended badly, so I just won't go into it. <laughs> well, I liked the movie. Um, I don't know about your date, but uh, <laughs> I did not see the movie again. If that tells you anything, I thought the movie was was interesting because you know it took place in Russia. It was, I think, it was World War II, and they there was, of course. They had this communist ideal, and they actually, as I recall, there was some sort of commentary in the film about how even under this communist system where everything was supposedly equal, they still had people competing for things. Like, you know, there, were, there was competition for a pretty girl, for instance, you sure. know, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. And so you, you just can't get away from that human nature. Any, anything yep. else you want to share tonight, Jay? That is just all human nature, but... Uh... You know, I have heard you guys in the past talking a lot about these, you know, the Libyan protesters and the Egyptian protesters and Tunisian protesters saying that all they want is freedom. And, you know, I'm not really so sure about that. I don't think I've ever said that. Oh, well. Have you said that, Mark? That was kind of the vibe I was getting. Have you said that before, Mark? I I would agree that um, at this point, you can only assume they want freedom. However, they may want uh, the freedom to impose their uh, tyrannical uh, you know, religious views on other people. I think they want I the think, absence of a particular uh, dictator. I don't think that, right. that means I, they I want I can freedom. only support someone who doesn't want a uh, dictator over them. If what they want to do once they get that, uh, that dictator off of them is to install one over other people, then I will then be against them. But today, I'm going to be for the guy that doesn't want the dictator. You know what I mean? So, well, the the reason that you know I'm against uh, the United States federal government intervening in these countries right now is because, you know, I feel like what we what we've got in those countries right now are secular secular fascists, these just absolute dictators. But you know what? They're relatively secular, and the way I see it is kind of the vibes that I'm getting from the the protesters. Is that maybe they want a, a democratic system, but uh, you know they want that uh, religious uh, ex- the religion in there? So sure. which is better, mm-hmm. a secular fascist or uh, <laughs> you know a religious? Good question, Jay. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I just do have to disagree with his uh, reason for disagreeing with the purpose of the United States being there. I mean. 
reason number one should be they shouldn't be anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the United so, States government should be governing the United States. Yeah, it, well, they shouldn't even, even be that. doing well, that. If that's but, if that's, that would be what their stated goal should be, not governing the world. Yeah, and so like we could just full stop there and then not even have to go into why you know things are bad there, what could change or what could make it worse or anything right. like that. Just full stop, we shouldn't be there. I think I saw a headline today, I didn't dig into it, but I think I saw a headline about the U.S. military, the Air Force, spending $4 million a day bombing. Oh, and they've got, like, uh, spy troops on the ground now, even though there was that huge passionate speech by both uh, Obama and uh, whoever, Clinton, Secretary of State, Mm. that there will not be feet on the ground. Yeah, Yeah, there's feet on the ground. Well, they're just advising. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay because (laughs) they're just advising like they did in Vietnam. Hey, speaking of uh, federal government national issues, I heard today on the news, I guess, uh, one of the radio news services that... There's another chance the government might shut down on Friday. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's getting closer. It seems closer this time than it has uh, up to this point. So um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, yeah. man. <laughs> what, what's funny is is that they're really arguing about this giant budget that's so much bigger than um you know the, than it should be. You know, the the idea that Obama pitches this giant budget and then the Republicans say, oh well, we want it uh, to be 17 percent less. It's still more than it was uh, as a percentage uh, under Clinton. So what you're saying is, let me see if I'm if I'm clear. The Republicans' proposal, which is like a big deal today. Well, no, no, not even the Republicans' proposal. There's a there's a bigger uh, a bigger cut proposal. They call it a cut because it's a cut off of Obama's budget. It's a cut off an increase, is what you're saying. The, the, yeah. That's right, um, and that's the so, Ryan um, Paul Ryan uh, pitch. So this big cut isn't actually cutting the size of government, is what you're saying? No, it's cutting it, the expansion. Right. It would cu- it would cut it down to 19.9 percent of GDP, which is as is what it was under Clinton. That's a percentage. That's so. I mean, we're not talking about the same dollars. People, but the actual say, size of government is not being cut. Yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, spending yeah, is yeah. not being cut. It's just not being grown as much as Obama wants it. There's more coming up here at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control. Ring if anything. This is Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey, this November. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like this show, you may shop with us in order to support Free Talk Live and at the same time get the stuff that you're looking for in life. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com and that's where you'll find affiliate links for Amazon, for different countries, U.S., Canada, uh, the U.K., Germany. You click into the appropriate affiliate link, you do your shopping, and that's it. Uh, when you check out, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the sale. You don't see it at the checkout. You just have to know that when you enter through that link, Trust us. Yeah, you're, you're good. Um, so thanks to uh, Amazon for giving us that opportunity, and thanks to you for doing your shopping through shop.freetalklive.com. 
because it's great for us. It uh, It's a nice little uh, boost for Free Talk Live every single month, and you get the stuff you're looking for at the same great Amazon prices and shipping deals that you're used to getting. It's just that they're cutting us a portion of their profits. Yep, So and, That's right. So shop.freetalklive.com. Uh, so, again, much to discuss here tonight. You, of course, may bring up anything you like. Um, news from Yakima, Washington, uh, about a jury that has actually done the right thing. Ooh. We talk about jury nullification on this program a lot in the hopes that the word will get out to folks about jury nullification, which is the idea that you as a juror are the fourth and the final check and balance on out-of-control government. And that the government has been very cautious to make sure that you don't know this. They have mm-hmm. taken this information out of government school and right. out of the courtroom. Right. You know, you have, what first one must understand that this is a thousand year right of, uh, of juries under the sort of the common law system, which is what we're under. And the uh, you know, what what lawyers believe is that they understand legal stuff better than you and me. And they it's do true. understand yeah. legal stuff better than you and me. Well, because they understand the language of it. Indeed. Uh, but the law is supposed to be about, and it has ceased to be this, the law is supposed to be about what's right and what's wrong. I can understand that. So, yeah. And people sitting on juries can understand that, too. And that's what they're supposed to be judging. Did this person do something right or did this person do something wrong? I guess you should say within their rights, because right has come to mean something sort of positive, whereas, in fact, it should just be something that is, you know, a sort of a neutral state so are they within their rights to have done what they um did or are they outside of their rights doing what they did and that's what the jury is supposed to be deciding yeah i guess nowadays it's more like every time there's a jury trial it's more a test to see if the jury has you know become a good slave or good mental slave at least to the state and the way they think that's right the judge reads the man in the robe always reads i've seen this happen they read this long statement about what the jurors must do what the rules they must follow and they try to make it very clear that you cannot use your conscience you cannot look at the law and decide for yourself if the law itself is right or wrong and they're just lying to you Mm -hmm. this is the government remember they tell you lies. Politicians lie. You know that. Well, guess what? The man in the robe lies, too. Okay? So he's lying Most to you. Of them are, many of them are elected. Yeah. Well, they're liars. Uh, they, profes- they are lying for professionally because they're protecting well, the right. system. <laughs> they're lawyers and they're politicians at the same time, many of mm-hmm. these judges. Yeah. They're protecting their precious system, which exists to uh, aggregate more and more power to it and to them. And so if they were to let the juries actually know what their rights were, that the jury, that you as a juror can say not guilty because you think the law is stupid or the law is wrong or the law is bad, you can, you can say not guilty because you feel a certain mm-hmm. way, not because of the facts in the case. And they don't want you to know that because it's a threat to their system. It's a threat to their power. It's a threat to their income stream. And they've had they've gotten rid of the idea of jury nullification from the courtrooms in the last uh, several decades, last hundred or so years. It's just been progressively eliminated. In some cases, you can really see how powerful of an idea this is because, uh, like in Orlando, where some activists were doing fully informed jury outreach, one man in a robe decided to write an edict banning any kind of contact to any potential jurors or any jurors 
on the uh, the courthouse grounds. Now, these heroic uh, heroic activists called his bluff, went out there and did it anyway and didn't get arrested for it. But the point is the fact that this man was blustering and saying, well, you'll get a charge with a felony or contempt of court if you do these things was attempting to scare people into silence, mm-hmm. attempting to prevent them from getting the idea of jury nullification out into people's heads. So it's one of the reasons we talk about it on a relatively uh, frequent well, basis. On it this finally program. allows you to question the government. That's right. And to actually right. and that's what they don't want. They want this 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 idea of we're a nation of laws to be propagated. And it's absolute utter nonsense. I mean, if you to believe that you have a nation of laws, you would have to believe that those laws are arbitrated, you know, that they're meted out in a fair fashion because otherwise in a consistent you don't, fashion. Right, a consistent and fair fashion. And nobody believes that. So I mean, when you have half of the population working for the government either directly or through a company that works for the government, You realize that, well, I mean, the government doesn't enforce it on itself. Cops don't give themselves tickets for rolling Mm -hmm. through stop signs. I mean, it's ludicrous. They don't give other cops tickets for rolling through stop signs. They don't give their family or the family of other cops tickets through rolling through for rolling through stop signs. Politicians like uh, what was what's the wrangle? He was just uh, censured on the, the House floor or whatever for not paying his taxes. Wouldn't you love to be censured for not paying income tax? Please censure. me because the reason yeah. i don't pay is because i don't want to go to prison why isn't charlie wrangle going to prison because he's charlie you Rangel. know flat out you know that this is not a nation of laws but the the politicians want you to believe it is yeah. and if you can control if you as a juror can decide that something is not well that that law is stupid then you don't have a nation this this uh, it blows apart the the fallacy that this is in fact a nation of laws so the news uh, from the fully informed jury association at fija.org and they cite a yakima excuse me seattle newspaper seattle times on the story and i went to the look at the seattle times story because this fija Post is very, very small, but the Seattle Times story isn't any larger. It's just this little blurb. So all this story got was literally like two sentences in the newspaper. Uh, Maybe there's a a bigger report on it somewhere else, but uh, this Seattle Times story, three sentences long, uh, it took a superior court jury in Yakima just 25 minutes on Thursday to acquit a man accused of having too many plants at a medical marijuana dispensary. The man was arrested last year for growing 200 marijuana plants in his home. Uh, has been acquitted on those drug charges, and he stood possession. Excuse, excuse me, stood trial for charges of possession of marijuana with intent to deliver and possession of more than forty grams of a controlled substance. Essentially, they were saying that uh, this this gentleman had too many. He had exceeded the fifteen plant limit because they have the medical marijuana uh, provisions up that way, and so this guy was breaking those provisions. And these individuals on this jury, not this wasn't a hung jury. This was an acquittal. Meaning that twelve of twelve, ju- yeah. twelve of twelve jurors found this guy not guilty. Incredible news. Yeah. Which it it just floors me the fact that this guy, were he you know in New Hampshire, I don't know if it'd go the same way. I don't. I don't know either. I don't either. And it, that just goes to show how ludicrous these laws are. We're going to find out next week, Meg, yeah. uh, because Bob Constantine, who oh, is yeah. somebody who has been accused of growing marijuana, I don't know how many plants, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he's been accused yeah. of growing marijuana. He's facing felony charges on that issue. He's a liberty-loving individual. He's a peaceful guy. He's not some kind of gangbanger or whatever. Well, I'm saying even if we did have the medical and he was you know, licensed to grow X amount but just grew too many. I mean, even that situation the same. I don't think he'd get the same trial here.
I don't know. Once you tell people, once you tell uh, the war, America that it's okay to grow marijuana plants, but you can't grow, you know, that, that, at that point you've, you've broken through the threshold. It's kind of the ceiling. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Meg, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they've had a long time to sit on that. Yeah. And over here they yeah, have that's not. True. That's, that's true. That's true. On the other hand, things are moving in the right direction they here. Are. The New Hampshire yeah. House has passed twice medical marijuana. It's passed again this year. So maybe we'll start to see some things, things happen in, the, in a good way there. Plus, I know the activists are going to turn out in a big way for mm-hmm. Bob's trial. And the last trial we had was of Nurse Patricia, who was also alleged to have been growing marijuana. She was found guilty by that jury. And jury nullification was brought up at the trial, which was really sad because mm-hmm. the jurors were made aware of their right to nullify and, and they, they still, still found a peaceful it. woman who had not harmed anyone all she'd done was grown some plants for medicinal purposes uh they found her guilty yeah. so that was unfortunate but that trial happened before like she wasn't really connected with the liberty community when that was was really mm-hmm. happening so it was very limited amount of support that came out for her i know in this case the bob constantine jury has already been hit with jury nullification information when they were selected mm-hmm. which is that's a good step and then we're also going to have i think at least 30 people have said they're going to turn out for this trial which is coming out on mo- coming on monday in grafton uh, superior court in grafton county new hampshire <laughs> I plan on being there. I don't know, Mark, if you're going to be able to make it out. Um, I don't know about Monday. But, uh, yeah, I definitely want to be there. I mean, it, it may take three days, this trial. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a it's quite, not gonna be short. quite an investment uh, of time. But it should be interesting to see how this turns out. We'll certainly let you know. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is coming up. 1-800-259-9231. And now it's time for Letty's Easter Countdown, the part of the radio show where Letty comes out and counts down. It's 19 days until Easter. Look, Bunny's hopping backward on a trail. A receding hairline. I'll be here all week. This has been Letty's Easter Countdown. Tune in tomorrow for another Easter message. VeggieTales presents Twas the Night Before Easter. Get ready to celebrate the season and discover what helping others is really all about. I've been working on an Easter-themed musical. Up with bunnies. We need a star. Cassie Cassava. She's big time. It's an all-new Easter adventure full of bunnies, music, and love. Featuring American Idol finalist Melinda Doolittle as Cassie. Helping one another. Veggie Tales was the night before Easter. Available at Walmart, Family Christian stores, and retailers everywhere. Own it today on DVD. Talk Live. You can dial in toll free and bring up anything at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. As we launch here into the second hour of the program, uh, we will take your phone calls about absolutely anything. In fact, we'll jump right into your calls, but want to remind you that freetalklive.com is where you can go to get interactive 
with uh, other Free Talk Live listeners. The, in fact, main feature of the site allows you to control the content that you see there. Everything that's on the main page and the main section there has been created by listeners like you. Maybe it was even you that took the time to submit one of those stories or news, uh, news items or videos or whatever you see there. Because others get to vote on whether or not they like or dislike your suggestions, you get to vote on things too. And the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website. So go and get interactive over at freetalklive.com as we go to the phones and the fun. Talking to John first, listening in Canton, Ohio to WCER. Hello, John. Uh, hello. I don't know if I'm prepared, but I, I just heard your after comment when I tuned in about somebody that sounded like uh, was uh, defending uh, this uh, totally nauseating pretense that we're uh, attacking another country uh, in uh, now in the African continent, besides throughout the Middle East, uh, just uh, one war after another, waking up uh, and you find out that without even the pretense of any consultation, uh, at least, uh, uh, the, you know, as crude as uh, uh, Bush was, he went through some of the motions of uh, pretending to go through uh, the consultation with his kept uh, Congress uh, that he knew would uh, would go along with uh, uh, the uh, uh, totally war-based lie against Iraq. This guy, uh, you just uh, in 48 hours you wake up and we got another war, and uh, uh, it's incredible the the, the propaganda uh, attempt to uh, use this kindergarten approach that we're protecting people uh, by bombing them. Now it's turning out with uh, depleted uranium once again, which is going to radiate that country and cause leukemias and cancers throughout that country, just as we did throughout Afghanistan, Yugoslavia, and Iraq. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh, it, it's uh, it's beyond me uh, that. Uh, there aren't people out in the streets right now, but uh, it must be the, the floor. I don't think anyone on this show is yeah, supporting that. I, I can't that. imagine what you heard uh, specifically. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't say that. I would have to. I have to largely agree with what you what you say. That. Uh, well, I, I I wasn't listening. I just thought maybe a caller huh? called in and said something along that lines. But uh, it's incredible. I'm to sorry. Me. Just to. How is it that if you weren't listening? You would think that we were saying something like no, that. No, I was saying that you were saying that you were responding uh, in opposition to somebody who was uh, defending this uh, uh, totally unjustified war. Okay. I tuned in at that point where you made a uh, somebody made a comment about that. Gotcha. I must have misunderstood. Okay, not a problem. But, Go but, ahead with your uh, thoughts. But uh, it seems to me that uh, we're, we're, we're it's an incredible, uh, uh, predictable. Uh, 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 a phenomenon. Any time the United States attacks a country unjustifiably, the the uh, uh, CIA corporate media is going to click its heels, sig heil, and megaphone every uh, psychological warfare lie that uh, would justify it in the minds of the, uh, maybe the, the the lowest element of the population. But I think uh, most people, according to seventy percent, are are against this. Uh, is that true? I don't know. Uh, I I, I, I don't know, but I think the media, I mean, they at least legitimize it by having serious discussion about it, like mm -hmm. the pros and cons, as opposed to just saying, well, this is ludicrous. What are they doing? Right. Usually the media is uh, debating whether or not they should attack from the West or the East versus versus whether or not there should be an attack in the first place. Well, yeah, it's always a question of... uh, We'll let you feel like you're important by making uh, uh, suggestions in the suggestion box of how to carry out this war in a more destructive or a more effective mm. or a more efficient way. And uh, that, that's the limits of the discussion. But I think we got to get other sources than the CIA-controlled media. If you even look up Operation Mockingbird on any kind of a search on the, on the web. I think your thoughts are very poignant, and I appreciate the call tonight. Thank you for, uh, for making it at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
as we continue uh, with your phone calls. Let's go to uh, Alex in Tennessee. In fact, Rand Paul actually has done something that I think is worthy of uh, discussing, and I'm, I'm glad to see it. Uh, well, it, it kind of in relation to this whole Libya thing. We'll share that with you in a moment. But first, uh, Alex is in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Alex. Hi. Um, I just had an interesting encounter with a, a statist that I know, more of the socialist bent, Um I was uh, having a discussion with her about a uh, interview I heard about a book about the uh, anti-vaccine movement at the turn of the 20th century. It was uh, talking about smallpox vaccines and basically how the, uh, I guess the, whatever the powers that be in New York at the time would go, had uh, went into a Italian tenement and were forcibly vaccinating people at gunpoint. And um, I told her about this. Uh, the the person that I'm, I'm speaking about, and uh, she's like, "That's fantastic." Her reaction was like, "That's fantastic! If oh, only God. we could do that here." <laughs> That's scary. And uh, I I reacted in kind of uh, kind of shocked a little bit, um, and. She, it's she always fantastic that, as long as she's not the one holding the gun, right? Like, I'm sure she wouldn't <laughs> want to actually do that. Exactly, exactly. Um, I um. Uh, she she thought it was strange I reacted that way because she knows that I'm something of a firearms enthusiast. You know, I like I like to, uh, you know I like guns. Um, I love when people anyway, equate guns with violence immediately in yeah, their head. Ex- exactly, and uh, something. And she's like, I thought you like her reaction was basically I thought you'd be fine with this. Like an individual having the force to protect the means to protect himself is different than a group that has a monopoly on violence, which uh, she thought, and I, I said, that's all the government is. I said something to that effect. And her, her reaction was like, it's more like a monopoly on kindness. Because, <gasps> wow. Because, <laughs> wow. Just so twisted. Ourselves. So twisted. <laughs> the idea that you're being kind to somebody right. by threatening them with violence if they don't do what you want them to. Because well, you know better. Right. <laughs> right. That's what it is. She knows what's best. And she's willing to have men with guns. Not her, of course. She's too good for that. But men with guns do her dirty work for her as though those people who did not want to be vaccinated would consider what was being done to them kind, that they were being threatened with violence if they didn't stick out their arms, hold out their arms and allow themselves to be well, shot this, with some this, sort of chemical. Yeah, the suggestion here is, is that they're not really people. The people that want to use the <laughs> yeah. government to solve problems goats in a herd that look need at other heads. human beings just like themselves, thinking, reasoning, feeling human beings just like themselves, as if they're livestock to be controlled by the government. Well, they're not educated, Mark, and I've been to well, college me and my friends, we've had four, six years, ten years of education. We are very, very well educated on these issues, and clearly, you know, we know what we're talking we about. But, but that's if you could get one group of educated people in charge. I mean, you might be able to make the argument that this one group of pe- uh, educated people would get something done. Well, as Gene but Ray would fact, say, they're educated whole, stupid. There's, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of educated people all fighting each other um, in order to get different things done, and they don't. And, and, and as a result, they really don't get anything coherent cohesive uh, accomplished educated when, people when can I, totally be evil at the same time and just sure. hatred towards humanity and so that's never a good thing when i tried to engage her in further debate about this she just kind of turned it around um well humanities i, I basically said well look at those amish man they're really hurting they're in such horrible shape without the government telling them what to do mm. and she's like 
Well, humanity's at a dead end anyway. We won't be here in a couple of centuries. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's like, well, true. That's, that's very that's, helpful. It's true if you keep on using this uh, violent, uh, coercive yeah. form of, uh, of, of uh, government. Yeah, I think that's true. But it, it has to end. The government does. Yeah. You made a great point, by the way, about the Amish. I mean, that's uh, really uh, salient in that conversation because those people are, are pretty much withdrawn from most as- many aspects of society, and they—I doubt—they're getting vaccinations. Uh, <laughs> you know, the state is raiding the Amish farms because they're, in many cases, in in some states, they're creating uh, raw milk and selling it without permits or, or you know, against the law. They're selling raw milk and they're actually running sting operations against these little Amish girls who are selling raw milk like a drug deal in a parking lot, pulling into the Walgreens, meeting somebody else in their car and handing over, you know, a, a half a gallon of raw milk. I mean, this is a criminal operation. <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. glass container. That, can, that stuff could be broken and hurt somebody. Hey, thanks for the story tonight. Glad to hear from you, Alex. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Also, uh, on the Libya situation, Rand Paul... He's done something really we're talking about here, so we'll bring that up in a moment. 800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. It is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Refrigerated Cookie Dough. Who would you bake some love for? Find fun and easy baking ideas at tollhouse.com. Kids love doing arts and crafts projects, especially when you join in. Try channeling all that artistic energy into the kitchen and bake up some creative treats together. Think of your art supplies as the frosting, sprinkles, and decorating gels, and use cookies or cupcakes as your canvas. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features there are free. Those other talk show hosts in the business, they want to charge you for accessing their site. So head over there. Enjoy the various different features. We've got live streams. Uh, you can listen via broadband or dial-up stream. Of course, uh, great radio stations from across the country. Uh, 93, I think, is our current count. Got some more coming uh, shortly. Uh, they're listed there, plus our uh, free-to-air satellite feed. And, not listed yet, but I will have it up uh, by the end of the night tonight. It's uh, time to make the announcement. It is official now. Free Talk Live is on XM Satellite Radio yeah, I think that's pretty exciting. It it's, is exciting. It's been one of those things that we've been working on making happen for a long time. Yep. And it finally did happen. And it's really thanks to the Free Talk Live amplifiers, I'd like to say, because uh, the Free Talk Live amp program, as you know, is uh, is our way to have our listeners support the show on a voluntary basis. As I mentioned, the website is free. So if you want to help us above and beyond the call of duty, you can become an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. And what we do with that money is we market the program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And so the idea is that we get Free Talk Live on more radio stations. We're, getting, we're closing in on 100 stations, and uh, now we've got XM as well. The reason I think that we have XM is because we went to a uh, talk radio convention this past October, Mark, we actually flew out, went through the damn TSA and, and flew out to uh It's not to pleasant, LA. but, uh, you know, you got to do it. Yep. No, you uh, don't. <laughs> the things, well, we could have drove, but... It's in Los that, Angeles. That would have been Can bad. you imagine the Ian and I together the whole time and say an RV going out to Los Angeles? No. I mean, yeah. and then driving back, I'd kill him. 
So it'd be good reality TV. <laughs> so it was there that I actually met uh, the program director of the uh, a few of the XM talk radio channels that they have there, and uh, and I think that I think that meeting those folks in person makes you real. Like what I do during the day is I call talk radio stations and I pitch the show to them basically, and it's it's cool. I mean, I get stations on without ever meeting their program directors, sure. obviously, but. When you're calling, you're just one of many people who is calling these guys. I mean, yeah. they get they get calls every day from people pitching various different shows across the country. Oh, hey, take my show. Well, sorry, we're already full up. We can't take your show right now. But you know, they they're constantly being pitched by people. Sure and so are. being able to meet that person in in physical reality makes a difference. It makes an impression on somebody, and uh, it makes you more real. And it's our free talk live amplifiers that essentially cover the costs that it takes for us to get those airline tickets and the expense hotel room at the fancy hotel uh, where they hold these conventions. Yep. Um, so it makes a big difference. So thanks to our uh, Free Talk Live listeners and the Free Talk Live amplifiers for uh, for helping make that happen. So uh, welcome aboard to all of our XM listeners. Specifically, uh, we are on America's Talk XM 158. And it's not just like a Saturday evening thing. They're taking all uh, weekdays. They're taking uh, two hours a night of our weekday program, hours two and three, airing it from 10 to midnight Eastern time. Strangely, not the Saturday uh, uh, program, right? Give them time, Mark. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just the Saturday program seems to be the one that everyone It's what carries. opened up. Like yeah. when in yeah. radio, when something opens up, they have to fill some, the, yep. the hole. And, and, and that's what Free us. Talk Live has been great about, um, you know, because we keep Killer. our... <laughs> that sounds horrible, with Mark. A, with a flying, with, a, <laughs> with a, the vulture, the carrion bird of, uh, of radio up there, <laughs> just waiting for the next guy. Guy to go because we keep our overhead low. We, yeah. we, you know, we don't need a lot of money to operate this. We're making money now. We're, you know, making a good living. But we started off just kind of, kind of holding, and we did it as a hobby and a, in a holding pattern. And then, well, you know, we got carried by more and more stations, and now we've been around for nine years. Ian, how long have we been? Doing uh, to this? November of two thousand two. Yeah, so, so we've coming been, up on on nine years. We've been uh, doing it for long enough that uh, we paid our paid our dues, and we're just and, and remember, Meg, all these guys are old. Yeah, we're we're true. a lot younger than that, so we're just gonna, we're going to replace <laughs> them. So I don't know how many millions of subscribers XM has, but uh, there's a good chance that several thousand, maybe uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how they've got like a bunch of channels. So obviously they're not all listening yeah. to Free Talk Live on that one channel, but it's good to be there, and uh, I'm glad to have the opportunity. Well, so. and the people who don't have it personally, like almost all the new rental cars have it, and so that's when I would listen to XM is mm-hmm. in a rental car, I'd just flip through the stations and find something interesting. That's what'll happen. People will just flip yeah. over to us, and, and there we are. So thanks again uh, for that, and welcome to all of our XM listeners up there on uh, America's Talk. And of course, we've also got our webcam and the Free Talk Live Listen line that allow you to listen from any phone that can dial long distance. So constantly expanding the number of uh, delivery methods to get Free Talk Live into ears around the world. Uh, you can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get more information. And I'll have, I'll have the XM details up there uh, t- tonight. I haven't even taken the time to, to change the website on that yet. So it just, Where are you going to list that? It was just confirmed. We've got a section for satellite oh, uh, stuff there. So uh, 800-259-9231. Let's continue with your phone calls. John is in Kansas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? So uh, I've noticed you guys have uh, a few books on the website about the liberty movement and more or less uh, primers to help people find out about liberty. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did notice you don't really have a good one for uh, nonviolence, which which I've noticed – 
that you, Ian, I actually do seem to be a big fan of. Yeah, absolutely. What would you recommend? Uh, Tolstoy's The Kingdom of God is Within You. The Kingdom of God is Within You. Now, is that a Christian? Is Tolstoy a Christian author? Uh, he is and he isn't. He takes a lot of the churches to task on issues that he has with them, in which they're basically not being nonviolent. Both uh, Gandhi actually learned quite a bit from Tolstoy. Interesting. Now, um, about, uh, Tolstoy, what I've read is, it, it's I wouldn't call it academic, but it's written in a fashion that isn't, uh, you know, really conversational in sort of today's English. Would you agree? I would agree with that. So, you know, I, I, how is that going to transfer to, say, an audio book? I mean, because a lot of this, and by the way, is it in a free audio book format? Most of the things at book.freetalklive.com are, in fact, free audio books. Uh, it's a free text that is actually in the public domain. Okay. Yeah. And isn't it long? Uh, it's somewhat long. Well, one of the things that I... 300 pages. Right. One of the reasons I chose the books that I've chosen to put over there, and and Mark, you mentioned book.freetalklive.com, that forwards you to the Freekeen site. Yeah, which is Uh, book.freekeen.com, but people Mm -hmm. are listening to Free Talk Live. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason I chose those books is because I'm not an academic. I'm not somebody who... Uh, like if I tried reading one of those academic books, the, there was one by the Rothbard. I think this, what's the son of Murray Rothbard? What's his name? No, not. No, it's Friedman. Friedman, oh, the David son Friedman. of Friedman, the, the son mechanics of, of liberty, the, yeah. something like that. Like I read that book and it was just too collegey sounding for me. Like I don't know. I felt the guy's a super genius. Yeah, I felt dumb reading that book. Yeah, and, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much Harry Potter, and I don't go past that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I wanted to make sure that they were books that I thought were like really easy to read. So if it if this Tolstoy is difficult to uh, to process for me, I probably wouldn't uh, put it up there. But it's an interesting suggestion to have a book more focusing on uh, peace well, than just uh, liberty. And another thing about it, Ian, another advantage is, is I personally am going through the books that are at book.freetalklive.com. I now have a stereo in my car that allows me to stick a USB thing in there, and I can listen to, rather than listening to the stuff that I previously was listening to, now I can listen to audiobooks, and those are the kind of, so maybe having more stuff just sort of lying down there. Eh, I'm open to ideas, case? and thanks for the suggestion in the call tonight, John. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You may bring up what you like. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything that's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features 
that you'll find there for free. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, click download. They're yours right there on the front page of the website. The archives are right at the top, last week's worth. Then click into the archives section. You can go all the way back to late 2006, all for free. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a new, slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America, and for you, Ruger.com. So, uh, right after a discussion about nonviolence, let's talk about carrying guns, Mark. <laughs> well, and this is the, uh, you know, the, the sort of thought process is that, well, do weapons necessarily mean nonviolence? I mean, violence. And I don't think they necessarily do. I think weapons can, in fact, diminish violence. You mean protection? They can mean that. Well, so, just having a gun, you know, if people know about that, they're probably not going to attack you. That's very likely. Yeah. Right. And if you don't believe that that's true, put a sign in your yard that says gun free home. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that ought to, that ought to f- uh, figure it out real quick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, uh, I told that one to a friend who didn't like the idea of a gun being in her home. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, then let people know. You know, wear it on your shirt. Mm. Anyway. What did she is, say? Yeah, she didn't think that was a good idea. I see. I wonder why. Um, the <laughs> Reason.com here, the unconcealed truth about carrying guns. I think this is a great article. We haven't read too many by reason, and I, uh, you know, it, usually they're long. That's the reason. But uh, let me let me go through this one. This one isn't too long. Experience is a dar- dear teacher, said Benjamin Franklin. But fools will learn at no other. Give fools some credit, though. At least they eventually learn from experience. What would Franklin say about people who don't? By that, I refer to. Gun control advocates alarmed that the Illinois legislature may vote to get licensed to let licensed individual carry concealed handguns in Illinois, in Illinois. And, you know, this is this gun freedom thing is sweeping the nation. There's no doubt about it that uh, states are they're they're pulling the chains off of uh, people to own weapons. And I think it's I think it's great. I don't think it's it isn't liberty, but it's a little bit of it. And I'll take it. Well, here I think they're also trying to get more money. Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) The Brady campaign to prevent gun violence calls the measure dangerous. Kristen Rand of the Uh Violence Policy Center says that (laughs) it would lead to Tucson-style mass shootings as well as the killing of police. Because that's happening all over New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. And Vermont and Alaska, where it's completely legal for you to carry a weapon without a gun permit, you can just stick it right in wherever you want to put it. You yeah, put it in your there's other countries where I've seen like pictures of teenage girls with giant rifles standing in ice cream shops. I mean, <laughs> they must be under complete duress at all times, right? You know, uh, there's between 38 and 40 states that have this shall issue concealed carry permit, which basically means that all you have to do is go to the, the police chief and say, I want it, and he shall issue it. Now, Wait a minute, how many states? 38 to 40, it's my understanding. I can't believe that. Um, that's my understanding. I, I, I was told that Florida is a shall issue state, but I don't believe it because well, there's like pages and pages and pages of paperwork. Things that have they changed, fill out. right? I mean, you know, there's there was one uh, Vermont carry. It was called constitutional carry was at one time called Vermont Gary carry. Mm-hmm. Now there are like four or five states, six states that have that. Is that right? It's just I don't I can't tell you what it's like. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not going to every other state. I can't even own a gun, even in the right. state of New Hampshire. So it, this isn't my big issue. I'm just telling you what I've read on the Internet. Interesting. 
So, you know, if somebody can if somebody has information that's different than mine. Yeah, it's been a decade since I tried, you know, since I was looking into it in Florida. So So Steve Chapman from Reason continues. Concealed carry as it's known, is not a uh, radical notion in most of the country. 37 shall-issue states grant permits to carry to anyone meeting certain requirements, and 48 allow citizens Uh, to carry guns under some circumstances. The two holdouts, but I've heard there are 40 shall-issue states, so I don't know. Two holdouts, Wisconsin, where Republican Governor Scott Walker has endorsed the idea of concealed carry, and Illinois, where Democratic Governor Pat Quinn has not endorsed it. But Quinn ha- has vexed many downstate Democrats by abolishing capital punishment, allowing same-sex uh, unions, civil unions. So speculation is that he may have to make it up by them by going along on concealed weapons. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he's going to go with it or not? I, I, uh, I think read that, that would mean he times, would don't know. not go with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he uh, bent to liberal legislation, so he would not. Uh, let this one pass to sort of give them something back. Yeah, if there's, you know, it, it, <laughs> if if you're in Illinois, you already know the state of freedom in your state anyway. And being able to carry a, a if you're concealed. in Illinois, get out. <laughs> yeah, why are you still there? Yeah, just go. Their opponents rely on a litany of horribles. The Violence Policy Center in Washington claims that since May 2007, individuals licensed to carry guns killed. 286 private citizens and 11 law enforcement officers and committed 18 mass shootings. This gory uh, record, it asserts, destroyed the myth that permit holders are generally law-abiding folks who behave responsibly. In fact, VPC's own data, when inspected closely, doesn't dent the case for gun rights. Over the past four years, there have been more than 60,000 homicides in the United States. The slaying carried out by um, the slayings carried out by permit holders amount to fewer than one of every two hundred murderers. Murders. Dang. For every licensee who killed someone, there are more than twenty thousand who didn't. That's licensees that didn't. Mm-hmm. So, nor does the evidence indicate that allowing people to carry pistols cause crime. Many of the shootings done by permit holders took place in their homes where you don't need a concealed carry license mm-hmm. to keep a gun. Right. And you know what they're the defending th- themselves or their family presumably in a lot of those instances. I mean they're just talking about killings. They're not talking about murders, right? There's a difference. If you am I right it was killings not murders that they were citing I think they're there, talking those numbers. About, uh, the, the homicide so Did it say so- homicides? It was homicide first and then it was murder after that. Well, let's they say, say that, homicide once and then they're free to say murder all they want. Yeah, let's let's just say that it's murder, you know? Let's uh, that's that the point is still extraordinarily valid that one out of every 200 murderers is a guy who got a permit and most of those people and i don't know that they're all guys most of those people in fact committed the crime if it is in fact a crime in their home where the permit doesn't matter because you could still own it in your home so giving a permit doesn't even you know it doesn't even make a dent it doesn't even make a a blip as to the the the, the killings that would go on mm-hmm. and i think that there's a there's an opposite side to this that people need to look at that if licenses are intended to make it so that people are less violent they're failing 199 out of 200 killers have a gun that's not licensed. Mm. So whatever your licensing laws suck. 
They suck really bad. They waste a lot of people's time, a lot of people's money, and they do not prevent murders because, come on, everybody knows that a criminal can go get a gun. Apparently not everybody knows. This licensing stuff is just stupid. There's more guns in this country than there are people. You're not going to license them out of existence. So, I, I, you know, to me, it's just nuts, nuts. Some of the killings weren't even done with firearms. Among the cases cited by the VPCs in, um, is a 2008 strangling in Florida, allegedly by a man who was licensed to carry. How can strangulation be con- uh, blamed on a concealed weapon permit? Mm. If a mis- fisherman killed someone, did he? do we ban fishing rods? Well, the suggestion is that he should never have been given the concealed permit because he's mentally imbalanced enough to kill somebody in any manner. That's well, the suggestion. I, I, don't, I don't know well, how you're ever going to guess yeah. who the guy is that's going to kill somebody. Are we somebody. supposed to, like have these people create panels that you know assess every person who they wants would to support them. oh man they would probably More support people- some sort of psychological profile detailed psychological profile being done on everybody that would want to apply for this permit more people are killed by cars than they are by guns let's do a psychological profile of people that might be distracted while driving or people killed on purpose by cars i mean running into somebody you don't it's like a big weapon 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI tool free line. More on the concealed carry slash gun control issue here in a moment. Also, your thoughts are certainly welcome. You can bring up whatever's on your mind as well. 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that you'll find there completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program, you can promote the show. Go to promote.freetalklive.com and get a whole list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Promote.freetalklive.com. Do you want freedom? Build freedom. Do you have programming skills? Join the freedom engineering team and help develop the technology that enables spontaneous order and free market capitalism to erupt on Earth. Mobile app developers and database experts want it immediately. Share an ownership. Create stuff that matters. Go to freedomengineering.org. It's time to build freedom. Freedomengineering.org. All right, so 1-800-259-9231. We continue here. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything. We're sharing with you a Reason.com piece about concealed weapons. (laughs) Concealed weapons and uh, just kind of the ignorance out there surrounding them. And, Mark, there were some numbers that were given, and I pulled up the article here because I'd asked you a question for clarification in this piece, and you kind of gave me the wrong information. I'd asked you if it said earlier if it was homicides when they were talking about these individuals who were licensed to carry guns killing people, or did they say killing people? Because there's a difference between murder and a killing. 
You know, in the in the case they of drawn some, that distinct. I agree with you that there's a difference between murder and killing. Uh, murder is sort of an illegal killing, whereas killing is just the ending of someone's life. But they they when they draw these distinctions. You can't always trust the author to mean what you mean when you're trying to, you know, slice these things thinly. The I author hasn't saying. approached that, and you would think that that be, would be an important difference. So what I said was, well, let's just assume that these are homicides. Right. We're talking about the section here that I that I wanted to clarify says this. The Violence Policy Center in Washington claims that since May of 2007, individuals licensed to carry guns killed 286 private citizens and 11 law enforcement officers and committed 18 mass shootings. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify, it did not say that those were 286 homicides. Those were not 286 murders. They were killings, which means they could include people who had somebody broke into their house, was trying to rob them, maybe uh, trying to rape, mm-hmm. rape somebody or hurt somebody in some way, and somebody had access to a firearm who was licensed and used that firearm on that person, ending that uh, aggressor's life. That would be a killing, but it would not be a murder because it was done in, in self-defense. The, so, uh, the article doesn't approach that, so I don't No, know. it doesn't. You're right. And that's why I say I'm just questioning that statistic because it sounds to me like it could include people who were killing people in defense. Going on with the Reason article here by uh, Steve Chapman, often notes uh, the Florida State University criminologist Gary Kleck, murderers are, were premeditated or committed during the course of other serious crimes. In those cases, the license was irrelevant. Unless you assume that someone willing to break the law against murder or rape would not be willing to break another law by packing a sidearm. What is extremely rare is a homicide committed by a permit holder in a public place in a fit of anger. Reviewing, and this is what the, well, you can't have the old West. Well, like they suggested Mm. earlier, these gun control advocates were suggesting that we need more gun control because uh, well, they were upset that there were some states that were considering repealing certain gun control measures. Um, was it Illinois that was talking about maybe making it yeah. so they have actually have uh, shall issue gun permits or something just like that? Just uh, the permit. Or just carry. even have a permit yeah, a to permit carry, to carry. A, a concealed weapon? Suggesting that there would be this rash of killings, this rash of uh, John Lofner's or Jared Lofner's, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the murderer, the it's crazy nuts. killer out in, um, out in the, uh, what was it, Phoenix? Tucson. It was Tucson. Tucson. Yeah. And of course, did that guy have a license, by the way? Uh, he did. Oh, really? That guy actually had a license. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's it it's one of those situations where, but but he did, as this uh, the the Florida State University criminologist Gary Kleck um, point out. Well, yes, he had a license, but he also committed another crime. So the license is irrelevant because you know he was willing to commit the crime of shooting somebody so one would assume he's willing to commit the crime of getting an unlicensed firearm Mm -hmm. and the assumption that somehow licenses prevent people from getting firearms is clearly fallacious since 199 out of 200 killings is done by people who do not have licenses yeah and i'm I'm sorry but if you're to ban firearms you're just gonna find people like if firearms just didn't exist People are going to kill people using other methods. Like Because there's crazy people. Yeah, if you have an intent to kill somebody and you don't have a gun, you'll still find a way. Like, I think that the, that the gun control advocates have a point that guns make it easier to kill people. But that that still doesn't change anything that the licensing laws don't work because 
only, you know, 99.5% of killings are done by people that don't have licenses. So whatever this licensing thing is, is stupid, and it's just annoying people, good people, from getting uh, permits. Yeah. It's just another control scheme, another way for the government to uh, rake in some cash. Okay, so what is extremely rare is a homicide committed by a permit holder in a public place in a fit of anger. And by the way, this is the idea that uh, you know that we're talking about the Wild West thing here. But it, I guess it's it is a good parallel because the Wild West has been shown. We we read a study here on the air, and it's been some time about comparing ten cities in what they called the Wild West in the 1880s or whatever. To, With cities today. Yeah, to cities today, and found that uh, the Wild West was one-tenth as uh, dangerous as New York City, one-twenty-sixth as dangerous as Baltimore, and I don't even have any idea what it would be like in San Juan. So, going on, um, reviewing an earlier two-year database uh, compiled by VCP Kleck found only five cases, only five cases where possession of a carry permit may have contributed to the occurrence of the killing. Such episodes are not quite flying pigs, but almost. What the gun control groups don't tabulate is how many homicides have been averted by a licensed concealed handgun. It's impossible. Right. Mm -hmm. Kleck, who had uh, done extensive research on the topic, you could do the research on all kinds of uh, criminals' situations. You could make an estimate. Yeah. Um, and, And I think you could do something like that. So anyway, has done extensive research on the topic, says it's quite reasonable to expect that thousands of lives are saved by defensive handgun use. Thousands by persons who carry guns in public places. Even if he's wrong, it would only take a handful of such incidences to offset the homicides caused by concealed carry laws. The problems for opponents is that they have sown fear from the beginning, only to harvest a meager crop. A generation ago, few states allowed carry, uh, concealed carry. When Florida captured national attention by legalizing it in 1987, critics forecast mass carnage. Mm-hmm. When other states followed suit, the same predictions were heard, mm-hmm. but they turned out to be false alarms. Instead of an epidemic of violence... The nation saw a drop in violence. True. It's still down, right? Yep. Well, this is one of the things. I mean, are you going to if you're a uh, you know, street mugger and the chances are now higher that the guy that you're trying to street mug has a gun on them, like maybe you're going to find yourself a different profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but and for every street mugger that gets smoked by some guy with a gun, it's one fewer street muggers. It's true. I'm not. I'm not advocating that. I don't think that's the best thing. Having been a, you know, through the criminal justice system myself, I can tell you that people that were, are willing to commit crimes today may turn into people that are good, productive citizens in some time in the future. So, you know, maybe there's a better way. But but when you have to protect yourself, you've got to protect yourself today. Gun control is a friend of the violent criminal. That's exactly what and it is. Drug control is the friend of the pro, you know, the uh, the drug dealer. Yep, it's it's the truth. So they turned out to be false alarms. Instead of an epidemic of violence, the nation saw a drop. Since 1991, the murder rate has been cut nearly in half. They don't have to believe that shall issue laws caused the decline to grasp, but they certainly didn't get in the way. The record of the uh, past two decades demonstrates that you can strengthen the right of law-abiding citizens to protect themselves against crime without making the world more dangerous. That knowledge is helpful in Illinois to those willing to learn from experience. Well, I hope that Illinois goes through with it uh, for the good of those folks that are still living sure. in that awful, awful I status hellhole. Uh, you know, we've got <laughs> listeners there in Illinois, although I don't think we even have any affiliates in Illinois these days. 
But, uh, you know, get the heck out of there still. Even if they do go through with this, they're still the, it's still the same state, I believe, where they're proposing raising the income tax by 66%. I don't know oh, if that, that has gone Good. through, uh, but that was what was on the table last I heard because they have an incredible budget crisis to the tune of billions upon billions of dollars, and they have no real plan to get out of it besides raising taxes. You know, this is... Um, Coming I, up I, with crimes, I guess. I, I mm-hmm. agree with uh, you that I hope the best for the folks in Illinois, but... To me, this article, what this says is that there aren't any gun control laws that work. The fact is that the the first thing that people would assume makes sense is let's stop convicted violent criminals from getting uh, from being licensed. Well, clearly, if 199 out of 200 murders are committed by unlicensed people, those laws aren't working either. We should get rid of every single one of them. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen in Illinois anytime soon, but (laughs) maybe in New Hampshire. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Uh, we'll tell you more about, of course, the uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is coming up soon. It's Free Talk Live, R3. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Uh, Jumping right into your phone calls. Of course, you can bring up anything that is the point of the program. And then coming up, some good news about Rand Paul. I was a skeptic, I must say, and I've got something uh, that he deserves praise for. So we'll uh, we'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, But first, we go to your phone calls. Ross is in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ross. Hi, Ian. Hey, Meg, Mark. What's on your mind tonight, Ross? Uh, um, I'm a little behind on the podcast, so uh, I saw something the other day on, on Lou Rockwell's blog. Uh, it's a video, not from from them, but from uh, somebody in Delaware about the the Delaware Department of Transportation just ripping down uh, basketball hoops from people's yards. <laughs> I've what? heard something about that, but yeah, yeah, I thought they were along the street. Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, guess you. They could call it an easement or something, but it's uh, between, like, the sidewalk and the street. Okay. Um, the one video, it's really well done by, uh, he must, I don't know, he's, he's a great videographer. He's uh, He kept the video on the whole time, and it's three minutes of confrontation. It's, it's amazing to, to see the homeowner, and he he's, uh, he's got, has a cane, and he's just complaining. And he kind of reminds me of Michael Badrich. 
who's the uh, former Libertarian Party presidential candidate from 2004. So you're saying, is the idea here that these basketball hoops are so close to the road that it's encouraging kids to, like, basically kids are playing in the streets and the Department of Transportation wants to keep the kids safe and so therefore they're tearing down the hoops? What's their excuse? I don't know. That might be the backstory, but but this one was on a really calm, uh, cold back. And... uh and then they, they also took down some of these portable hoops that you roll out because uh, they had a still photo of a dump truck of, like, eight of these hoops. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, anyway, this, this one complication is really unbelievable. Uh, it's worth a look. Um, his wife goes up and, and sits on it while the bulldozer comes. And there's three, of course, there's three transportation workers there. There's a state trooper in his uh, jack boot. And then there's, uh, there's this really ugly... Just check. She just got anger. She's in. Uh, she's in this real dowdy outfit, but she's got a piece on her hip. You can tell. She's. Uh, she's like a plain clothes bureaucrat that's saying, "Oh, please don't make me arrest you." Um, you know, <laughs> all this uh, just turning violence on him. Yeah, it was my understanding so, that these uh, these hoops were taken down because some busybody complained about them. Really? Yeah, that, they didn't uh, have anything really to do with uh, safety. I don't know what the busybody's reading reason was. Sure, I believe that. Yeah, and uh, so it's just uh, you know these people that you can tell that this little man and his wife are not experienced at all, at all. But there's something else that's just coming out. And uh, any other great part of the video is this uh, this videographer just did not quit filming. Uh, was he told um, so to? Look. No, I, I don't believe so. Um, I can't say for sure, but uh, at least the um, the bureaucrat didn't come and get her face or camera on top. I didn't be bothered, but uh, man, maybe they're beyond shame. I don't know. Delaware. Thanks for the heads up on that. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, no. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys some other time. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate the call tonight at uh, 800-259-9231. I've got a story here from uh, apparently Springfield, Illinois, uh, about the basketball hoop situation in Delaware. Uh, Greg Geedle says his portable basketball pole and hoop hasn't been a problem in the six years that it's been at the end of his cul-de-sac. <laughs> But last week, the city of Springfield received several complaints about Giddle's hoop and gave him 10 days to remove it or face a fine. So Springfield, Delaware. It sounds like it here. He said that the city cited this. Oh, well, it's not clear. Uh, he said the city cited the same code violation that prompted Delaware state officials last month to order a family to remove their basketball hoop. So maybe I don't know. I'm not clear on this here. As to where this is, but it doesn't matter because this could happen where you are. And maybe the exact same code is in Delaware as it is in Springfield, Illinois, because there's Springfields all over the damn place. So there may be a Springfield, yeah. Delaware. Um, but a lot of cities will take boilerplate code and they'll institute it in their area. So a lot of uh, government bureaucrats kind of copy their work, basically. So they'll mm-hmm. look and they'll see, oh, well, this is working over and working. And <laughs> that working, means, raising money. Right, working in the favor of the state, yes. right, by uh, raising money and making people obedient. Uh, and so they look and they see what they can borrow from other places. Get away with. Right, and then they'll literally just grab the code and then copy it and put it in there, in their section, yep. boilerplate. Uh, so... Uh, anyway, they cited the same code violation that prompted Delaware state officials last month to order a family to remove their basketball hoop. And according to Ross there, it was more than one family. They were going around just collecting these things. He said he believes recent media reports, including the State Journal Register, about the Delaware family's hoop removal prompted complaints about his own. Giddle doesn't have any neighbors near his home on Charlike Avenue, which is directly next to a power utility station. <laughs> That's why he was perplexed 
when the Springfield Legal Department sent him a letter last week telling him to move the mobile hoop. The city reportedly had received six complaints about the hoop in seven days. Jeez. He says we've never had a problem. Nobody's ever been injured. Right. How can, you know, what, how can people get so, uh, you know, I mean, was it, I, I'm just trying to imagine how they got six complaints in seven days. I don't I, By know. the way, I don't believe them. I mean, yeah. I think that they're lying. I, I think that uh, you, you could see a code enforcer, you know, would roll by and say, I don't like that. And mm-hmm. then they'll say whatever they want to say in order to get your stuff removed. Well, or, or it could be, again, as Meg su- suggested, it's about money. Right. So yeah. they could have seen the news coverage about the Delaware thing. Like, oh, wow, look at that. They're getting getting money out of people yeah, by yeah. Uh, finding them for having basketball. But I don't hoops. think they find them. They just tore them down in Delaware. Well, I don't know, Mark. We that's don't. What I, that's what I've, I've watched. We the don't video. know, Mark. Just because they go yep. around tearing down the hoops doesn't mean they aren't issuing fines at the same time. That's true. Okay? They, could, they, could, they could show up later. They want. Remember, they want obedience and your money. So they could be sending people threatening letters first saying, you need to remove your hoops. And people are like, what are you talking about? It's been here for six years. I mean, this is my family's hoop. Are you kidding me? You're going to take the basketball hoop down from my my son here. My kids are playing out in the street. It's completely safe. I'm just just kind of recoiling in uh, at the the absurdity. Usually basketball hoops and like especially cul-de-sacs become like community areas for a bunch of people around to just, you know, the basketball hoop down the street. We'll right. So, there. so the family may just simply recoil at the stupidity of this and think that they could do something to try to challenge it. Who knows? Maybe write a letter back. Uh, we talked about a story earlier where some folks had, had written back to the city of the gardener, the guy that was fined over $5,000 uh, for having too many vegetables growing in his garden. Dangerous was, man. He tried to, instead of just obey, he tried to have a conversation with them. And of course, they didn't get him anywhere yeah. but uh, you know people aren't necessarily going to obey the diktat immediately they're going to try to maybe feel it out or talk to the bureaucrats or whatever but by that time they may have incurred a fine then the the, the fine may be in the mail at the same time as the government bureaucrats Could come be. by to steal the the basketball hoop so don't, don't put it past them is all i'm saying so oh and by the way as far as the complaints are concerned I had a complaint issued against me a few years ago for my tenants having a couch out in their lawn mm-hmm. It was a government bureaucrat who issued that complaint. Yeah. So maybe they did get six complaints, but maybe the six complaints, six of the six, came from somebody in the department of you know whatever that uh, filled out a complaint form. You know, once they work for the government, they should no longer have a vote. They mm. should no longer be able to use the government apparatus against people. If they're going to be civil servants, then they shouldn't be citizens any longer. And that's, mm. you know, that's the way I see it. If you're going to work for this organization, which has the monopoly privilege on the use of violence, you should not be able to use it because good clearly point. you have the an advantage in its use. When you see voting going on, you'll see us uh, often on the local level, just local vote uh, votes and things like that. You'll see, you know, sometimes turnouts of five percent to 10 percent. Those are all the bureaucrats going out and family voting. members. And their family members. Right, like, should they friends, be allowed? Church. Buddies. Should family members yeah, be allowed? You know, uh, yeah, until they go in, until they go and work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a neat idea, Mark. And I've never heard that one proposed before. I mean, we kind of just. I think we've maybe you've I've touched on that. it before. I've, I've but, said that before, but, but yeah. uh, the actual proposal to make that a change in government that would be something that maybe could work here in New Hampshire. I don't see why they. Yeah, I, you can't take somebody's vote away. It's never going to happen. I mean, they're going to have swastikas on the campaign signs. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll make a big deal of it. Sorry. <laughs>
and say you're taking away their free speech. They're already pissed. I mean, the union fire them, and then you won't have the problem. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. There are already these protests, though, by the union people apparently here in New Hampshire. Uh, More coming up uh, about the basketball hoops. Here you call. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. Enjoy them on us. The Shrine of Female Listeners is one of those features. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com. See it there for yourself. If you are a lady listener, you can get details on how to be part of the Shrine. Just go to shrine.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without lawyers who have to know what it takes to win. You have to know how to move the court, how to you know get evidence, do discovery, all these different things. Uh, Jurisdictionary will show you how to you know what objections to do. It'll show you how to do it. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer, and it's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. It works in all the state and federal courts. It works in, in actually countries around the world, U.S., Canada, England, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, India, Puerto Rico. It's not just for traffic tickets. It's for everything. It's for Jurisdictionary.com. And, you know, I've taken the course, and I think it's great, so good that I bought it myself. And I recommend it for you, Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. We can come back to the basketball issue here in a moment. We'll get, take your calls, of course, about absolutely anything and start with Mark listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hey there, you're on uh, here. Good evening. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I got a circus of safety Nazis. I got I got one office happy, and, and then I got another office of them coming snooping around. I don't know what they're going to want. What's going but, on? Uh, uh, I got a garage that's bigger than my house, and mm-hmm. it's uh, separated by an alley. And so there's or- ordinances about storage and parking and have things and do things, and none of that's allowable because, God forbid, I'd make an honest dollar or provide something somebody would want. But now they're talking about uh, uh, accessory structure can't be on a piece of ground without a house next to it, among other things. And so so be, round and round I go. So because the property is separated by an alley that they put through at some point, um, that it's it's not acceptable to have that uh, structure on that property. No, shoot, no, you can't have. You have to have a house before you can have a garage. And this has been there since 1945. And this ordinance BS come along in the late 80s. And so, so what are they trying me? to do to you as a result of this? Um, I gotta I gotta clean up a few things, and uh, parts of my fence are too high. That I built because I had theft of my some of my metal materials. You need to make and, it easier for the thieves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lower your fences, man, and don't get guns. Right. I got them. I'm just. I hope I never need to use them. Right. I don't, yeah, yeah. 
And so I um, wonder if you guys, I've been trying to find that uh, Island Called Liberty book. I haven't seen it on the website. And also if you could post some of the names of the bands of the bumper music. I don't mind looking into that. There's actually a thread on the Free Talk Live BBS. If you look for music beds, uh, that'll probably pull it up. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of Testament and uh, Megadeth and Grip. Inc. That those are like the three primary ones. And the island called Liberty. Uh, it's a children's book um, that uh, you know talks about the ideas of liberty, and it's great for kids, probably from you know the ages of uh, two, if you're going to read it to them, on up to yeah, there's say, a few daycares around my neighborhood. I'd like to get a copy of that. And great give idea. It to them. Seven, yeah. seven or eight, and you can just go to freemarketunderdog.com. It's freemarketunderdog.com, and it's right there. Um, you know, the guy's blog is there. Plus, you can purchase the book. It's and it's an awesome book. I've got it for my son, and he really really enjoys it. You know, he he cycles in and out of books that he likes and uh, wants to read the same one over and over for a while and then stops. Oh, I did that with Once Upon a Potty. Right. That's that's what he wants to talk about right now. Right now, he's talking about uh, pottying. He hasn't actually. I think they made a men's version of Once Upon a Potty, but. Basically, it says and sat like 800 times in the book. And I made my family sit down and like point to each one and read every single one. If they tried to skip one, I'd make them start over. (laughs) They hated me. I got my website, I mean, I still can't get anybody to go to. I don't know why they're so afraid. They, they must think I'm going to entrap them in some Which kind website? of thing. But org. Ah, okay. I, I designed it so you could report cases of government abuse, and I was hoping <laughs> to get enough names that I could go down to city county council with 50 names of angry people. Oh, they don't uh, care if you're angry. They'll just pass more. But I think it's a neat idea, and I hope it works out for you. And I thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So we were talking about this basketball hoop story. A guy called in to say there's video, apparently, that's fairly like exciting of these government bureaucrats coming and threatening a family over having a basketball hoop in Delaware. I did a quick news search on Google for Delaware basketball hoops, came up with a story Sounds like it's in Springfield, Illinois. I mean, by all indicators, they're saying here that this Delaware story was so big that the uh, bureaucrats in Springfield got it in their heads that they could start going around and doing the same thing to people with basketball hoops in their driveway slash uh, right, I guess right out on the street. Because you don't want to put it in your driveway if you can put it out next to the street because the street's more flat, right? You can easier play basketball on the street and you don't have to move it out of the way to get the car in the garage or anything like that right so uh so in this case greg Giedel says that his uh, basketball pole and hoop has not been a problem for the six years it's been at the end of his cul-de-sac he lives in a neighborhood where there aren't really any neighbors even near his home because he's right next to a power utility station and so he was shocked when the springfield legal department sent him a letter telling him to move the hoop the city claims they received six complaints about the hoop in seven days he says we've never had a problem no one's ever been injured uh, i thought it was funny that once the article ran in the paper someone said there's a basketball rim in the street let's call and complain <laughs> he'll noted that the city so what article the, the article about the, the delaware situation oh so the news about delaware hit in springfield and huh. then all of a sudden six complaints come into the code enforcement department about his basketball hoop well you've got busybodies now that have read an article and Feel they need to go out and be vigilant. And but what are the their odds? City. I mean, he's not even near any neighbors. So who was who was doing this? Yeah, you know I don't what? Know you if I only, believe it. <laughs> the, well, that's just it. You'll never find out unless you go to court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what I learned when uh, it happened to me. When somebody complained about my tenants having a couch out in their lawn, the first thing that I said to this code enforcement bureaucrat that came up was, "Look, 
I'd be happy to move the couch as long as this person will come here. One of the first things I said, as long as this person will come here and meet me and ask me to do it like a good neighbor would do so. Instead of calling you, the gang member in here, to aggress it, to threaten me with violence, which is what the government does. It's their only tool is to threaten people with violence to get their way. Just have this person come down and speak to me. Hey, I noticed that there's this couch out in your your lawn. Would you do? Would it be possible to get you to to move that? It's not the most attractive thing. I don't know. Some there's I'm sure a nice way to approach that conversation, a neighborly way to mm-hmm. approach it. It is not neighborly to threaten your neighbors with violence right out the gate, and you know to try to get them to do what you want them to. And the guy claimed that he would go and ask the complaining party about this. Then came back later to say that the complaining party did not want uh, to meet with me. And so therefore, I said, well, I'm not going to move the couch. And so it went to trial. If it's not that big of a deal to you that you want to actually say it to the person's face, then it's obviously not that big of a deal. Well, it's just, well, I don't know about that, Meg. It's just that people have been trained to use the system. They've been trained that this is the way it's done. That if you've got a problem, you go to the government. They're scared of confrontation. They're they're reticent to uh, deal with confrontation. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're reticent, so reticent to deal with the confrontation, then whatever the issue is, isn't big enough. Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's mm-hmm. If you don't have the balls to say it to somebody, don't say it. 1-800-259-9231. But the government has short-circuited that by yeah. making it so that if you don't have the balls, you can just call the state, mm-hmm. and then they'll just do your dirty work for you. So uh, so I did actually find out who the person was because I asked the question during my cross-examination during the trial, and the guy didn't want to say, but he was forced to by the judge. It's free t- this program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. And speaking of those features, by the way, if you get signed up over at news.freetalklive.com, you'll be kept in the loop whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook. They're all there and all free, of course. So go to news.freetalklive.com. And by the way, we also have a webcam on our site, which is free. That cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer great prices and service on used networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. In stock, ready to ship, the overnight delivery, it's MemoryDealers.com. So we're talking about a, a basketball hoop controversy uh, going on across the country, apparently. It's not just it's in, an epidemic. It's, well, it may be that way soon. It's spreading from Delaware now to Springfield, Illinois. And who knows uh, what other bureaucrats will get it into their heads to start harassing families for daring, daring to extend their basketball hoop into the city streets. And aren't they doing a big push for kids to get outside and stop watching TV <laughs> or, like, go out and play for an hour or something? Great point. Yeah. This is what In the government nothing. does all with the time. It constantly contradicts itself. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, so the story here is this uh, family 
had this hoop up for six years in the exact same location, and now all of a sudden it's a problem after this Delaware story hits about the Delaware bureaucrats going around and confiscating people's basketball hoops and threatening them over having them. All of a sudden, six complaints ostensibly filed within a seven-day period against this one family. They noted that all of the six... Giedold is the man. He noted that the city received all six complaints after the article was published in the paper. The woman who complained about the hoop did so because her 16-year-old daughter recently learned to drive, he said. Huh? So? What's that have to do with anything? Well, I don't know. She driving around the cul-de-sac where this guy lives, near the power station, where there are no other uh, families nearby. There are no other homes nearby. Is she just driving around there? Is it somehow more dangerous because there's a pole on the side of the road? Doesn't make any is sense. Is she going to... Uh, what? There are poles on the sides of every road, power lines and things are, like that. These are portable There's no sign basket- instructing her what to do on that one. Ah. These are portable <laughs> uh, basketball uh, hoops. If you hit this thing, it's it's not gonna it's gonna maybe you know dent or scratch your car, but not dent seriously the car. The city's communications director confirmed there were two basketball-related code violations cited last week in Springfield. Said that there has been a complaint because of the way these things were set up in the street. He said. These types of violations are complaint-driven, meaning the city doesn't actively look for them. Uh, The basketball apparatus that extends into the street is a violation of the city code, and that is the same type of violation that forced the removal of the Delaware family's pole and rim. Springfield City Code states that people cannot have unauthorized obstructions or encumbrances, specifically a basketball hoop on a traffic right-of-way. Obstructions can be forcibly removed if city officials believe it is necessary. I love how they call it a right of way when usually they've stolen the property from, from a pro- yeah. from, from a previous property owner. You know, most people aren't still in the property that yeah. they uh, that was stolen. And I from. defy those officials to prove in some way, shape, or form that that was you know causing some sort of public hazard or concern. If he's on a cul-de-sac That's away from it. everything, it's just so pointless. Like, okay. I get it. If somebody complains, you have to investigate. This is what this, the police will tell you, too. Well, we're, you know, we only came here because of a complaint. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you don't have to act on the complaint. Like, you can go investigate it, but you don't have to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You could go down the damn cul-de-sac, look at this thing, and say, oh, that's not out in the street. I yeah, mean, this, this is, the this end is a stupid waste of my time. If that person wants to do something about it, they can take them to court. Yeah. Right, but instead, the bureaucrats act like robots, and, well, we have received a complaint, basketball hoop near street. Right complaint. I mean, it's just so mindless and it's just so sad at the same time. And of course, everybody, for the most part, will be obedient. They'll receive the complaint. They'll uh, be afraid of going to court. They'll be afraid of whatever fine will come or whatever lien they'll be placed on their home for the whatever the issue might be. And they'll go ahead and they'll jump through the uh, the hoops, so the, to speak. The, yeah, the hoops. The, mm-hmm. So the nice thing about these portable hoops is you can roll them in and roll them out as you need to. That's true. You know, yeah. and um, that's what I'd recommend for people is just, hey, you know, if you get somebody complains about it, move the darn thing out of there for a few months. And then, you know, every time you want to play basketball, roll it back. You know that the vast majority of the time that basketball hoops probably not getting used, but once or twice a year anyway, people imagine they're going to play basketball. Oh, yeah. Than they right. do. We installed one and I played it like maybe twice and the thing just rotted off from weather yeah (laughs) so the city can remove a hoop without reimbursing the owner according to the ordinance and the homeowner said the city's legal department told him there had been one complaint about another basketball hoop on another road he confirmed that both had been issued citations the bureaucrat did and fines can be assessed if the hoops aren't moved he said he was unsure of what the fine is he didn't even know his own laws (laughs) of course and yet they expect you to know they expect you to know their laws they do yeah they themselves do not them 
Uh, Gietel said of the other violator, now that one's actually in the street where traffic comes by. Mine is so far back in the cul-de-sac, you could turn around without hitting my kids. I understand if they were in the street and blocking traffic. Um, and so, you know, he points out that, yes, his is on wheels and that he will probably move the hoop. Mm, so there sucks. you go. Could be coming to a city near you. Don't think for a moment, just because you aren't in Delaware or aren't in Springfield, Illinois, that this kind of uh, petty nonsense won't be brought to your neighborhood. Maybe it won't be over a basketball hoop, but uh, there's as these governments continue to install new ordinances and new controls over our lives, you can just expect more and more absurdity. I mean, we've talked tonight about a man fined 52 – for those of you just tuning in, at the beginning of the show, we talked about a man who's fined $5,200, by over $5,000 for growing too many – vegetables. The city determined that he was growing more vegetables than he was supposed to on his own property. And now you've got another guy threatened with violence because he's got a basketball hoop near the road. I mean, it's just so crazy how anybody can... Don't forget the Girl Scouts uh, getting uh, you know the, the citation for selling cookies on their own front lawn. That's right. Yeah. This or is in the, the business land of the free? Property. I mean, really? It's nonsense. It's, it's, it's marketing. free to do what everybody else tells you to do. That's what it's about. Yeah, let's talk to Jamie listening in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jamie. Jamie. What's going on, Ian, man? Hey. Hi. Hi. Jamie Hi, from, <laughs> from Wheels Off Liberty. Hey, Jamie, I heard you're going to uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, maybe. Yay. Yeah, I am. I'm going to be there, dude. We're going to have a drinking game, I think. Oh, you is, Who's we? I think he's me including you in that. You and who? Yeah, you're in me, Brett, um, Taryn, and since y'all are kind of a small deal in the radio community, mm-hmm. I'm going to invite all members of Free Talk Live. <laughs> y'all brought our coattails. We know it. <laughs> so, it's nice. It was only with your help that we were able to win the podcast awards this year. So thanks to that, uh, Wheels Off Liberty <laughs> is our uh, co-winner of the podcast awards. Well, I'm we glad to see, that. by the way, that Wheels Off Liberty is back. Um, it had been gone for like a couple months. Well, and- it, Jamie was in a heroin-induced coma. <laughs> so it's better than ever now because Mike's gone, and he really brought that whole ship down. Oh, oh my God! Wait, gosh. that was ship. That was ship. He said ship down. It was a ship down. Okay, yeah, that was yeah, a ship that down. Was <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Did that sound like it had a T on the end? I don't know. You never know about it. Yeah. Ship's a tough one. That's a, don't, that's don't a tricky act like one. you've never said that other word. <laughs> yeah. You ought to hear sometimes the way I say block. It really gets bad. Oh I don't want to. So what else were you calling about tonight? Man, I was calling about that basketball goal deal. And, I mean, while I was on hold, I think Ian kind of mentioned it. And it was the, the robotic bureaucrats that were actually in the the plow, whatever they pulled the basketball goal up with. And when are these people going to have enough to say, you know what, my $30,000 paycheck is not enough to go into somebody's property and steal something that their kids don't want? I mean, is that all that the government's really offering anymore is just a a minuscule paycheck in order to go trample on people's liberties? Yeah. Yeah, great point. Why don't they just start stealing children's candy from them, too, while they're Mm -hmm. at it? Well, they might be here soon. You know, I've got the story here of the cop that aces that that maces the uh, the eight year old. So you know, I mean, they're not that far. Yeah, and they're doing the study on if food coloring causes like ADHD, and so that might be banned. In which case, they would steal candy. So, Jamie, you guys are back on the air doing your Wheels Off Liberty podcast. WheelsOffLiberty dot com is where folks can go to hear that. Right? It's awesome. It's not about me. It's about you, Ian. You know it. Thanks, Mm -hmm. dude. Appreciate hearing from you. Meaning you, the listener. All right, more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for your calls and thoughts. If you want to make them at 800-259-9231, if you would like to uh, join this program, you're certainly welcome to do so. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. By the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. It's SACL CAI. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top on the right-hand side of the page. All right. So, uh, again, you can take control of the airwaves. We continue with your calls. Matt is listening in Illinois on the amp lines. Hello, Matt. Good evening, Mark and Ian and Meg. Hey there. What's on your mind? Um. First off, you asked a question about Illinois taxes. Yes, they did go up 66%. That's confirmed. So that wasn't just proposed. That actually happened? Yes, that that happened in December, just in time for them to uh, apply it to this year's taxes. Wow. It was actually applied to this year's taxes. What did it do, go from 3% to 5% or something like that, personal income tax? Something like that, something along those lines. Um. The other thing that Illinois does is it's one of the it's, – it's either the only state or one of the only states that bases its gasoline tax on a percentage. It's not like a nickel a gallon mm. or a dime a gallon. It's 5% of the cost. So as gasoline prices go up, wow. their, uh, their revenue also Yeah, they're raking up. in the dough on the gas taxes because, uh, you know, what I've heard is these uh, these oil companies, they – they really don't make that much money per gallon, um, especially not when you're talking about when you're talking about the gas station itself. It's making almost nothing. That's basically a loss leader to get people to go inside and buy candy bars and and soda pops. But that the government is getting something like a dollar of every gallon. Right. Um, I, I don't. You know. I, I don't know what it is in Illinois. I just knows that it's at percentage, and and I believe that the oil companies themselves, you know, make money off of pumping the oil. So the, the gas stations are something different. Um, and then the other thing is, is that you're talking about those basketball hoops, and I saw that uh, that story. I saw the um, uh, the YouTube video, and I saw it on a website called Free Talk Live. Yeah, it's, it was at the top one at the on, on our page. <laughs> right. right. Ah, so excellent. You might want to want to know that because you said you were looking for it you could have gone right to your page and found it that's what i thought i had seen it i just hadn't been there uh yet, yet tonight mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting at the beginning the um the wife of the gentleman that's taking the youtube is actually sitting on the the basketball hoop you know herself she she was thinking about doing that as a protest mm. uh they ended up parking the car in front of it and the uh, the police officers lady police officer tells them that they'll be able to keep the basketball hoop if they allow them to take it down. And then uh, when when they do end up taking it down, she t- 
just drives off with it. And, they lied. And he's yelling about right. They lied. Yep. So it's a very interesting uh, YouTube to watch. You're saying it's uh, it was there at the top. It is it is not there uh, at this time. So it's I'm sure you could yeah, search I for it. Yeah, I think it's been. Um, I days. think it's been a couple of days now, so it's been moved. That was my experience, it, it, it yeah. It still had like 32 votes when I saw it. Very good. Thanks for the clue on that. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, that was it. All right. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. In fact, that's probably where I saw the story, but was one of, you know, we, there's so much Yeah, I saw it posted to Facebook a couple I try times. To, I try to click on the top one or two stories um, at freetalklive.com every time I go there. Just as uh, you know, just to make sure that I'm staying in touch with even the versions of stories that I that we've already covered, I just want to make sure of what it is that people are putting up there. The solution would be to use our search feature, which is at the top right at freetalklive.com. Just type in basketball, and the top three results are from the last. Excuse me, the top four results, three of them are from the last week. So it's mm-hmm. one of those one of those three, maybe more than one. Uh, because our system does have a way of eliminating the same URL. So if somebody puts the same uh, story, if like if you put in that basketball story as a submission to our website, it'll check against all the URLs that it has in the database, and it'll let you know, oh, that's already here. But if it's a different version of a story, the same story on a different website, then clearly it's not going to yeah. be able to check that. So uh, again, go to freetalklive.com. You can find it there as we continue with Scott listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing tonight? What's on your mind tonight, Scott? All the basketball hoops. Um, that, and, I, and here again, I keep hearing, you know, this was code, this was code, the code officials, everything, right? And it just keeps bringing me back. And I know you probably, you guys probably sent, make, uh, probably think I sound like a broken record, but I have had this on your show several times about the International Property Maintenance Code. Yep. Um, but, you know, code, you have to remember, code does not make law. And you have to keep telling these people, show me the law where it says that I can't. You know that I can't have this, or you know, but most of these codes are are interpreted solely by the code official. Yeah. Well, they're going to say that that's their law. I mean, it's uh, yeah. They're getting so aggressive now that they don't even really need a law. They just have to say, "Well, I said it." You know. Well, we may be able to say that there's. You may be able to point out the difference between like natural law versus government statutes and government ordinances, but they're going to say this is the ordinance and it applies to you because you live in this geographic land area. Yeah, well, I just I knew a guy that had uh, just about had his property taken, and he's been the only one that I know of that has fought this and won. And how did that because happen? Because this has devastated everybody else that I know of. How did he win? He just kept telling them, you know, show me the law. And, and they uh, didn't show. They they were just making stuff yeah, that up. It hasn't I mean, they, really stopped yeah, anybody from paying their It was one thing IRS. after another. It was one thing after another. This started all all over uh, three bags of grass clippings and a dented gutter that they said was an unsanitary condition. He said, "Define unsanitary condition." He said, "Well, there's a pop can in your yard." He said, "Well, it doesn't matter." He said, "Go after the person that threw the pop can in my yard, not me." You know, because it's a time. And you're saying they never took him to court. Uh, no, they never took him to court on that until later on. He went to court and later won. He was found not guilty, you mean? Yes, that's right. Well, you know what? That's a, a very unusual case. Of course, but most after, people... Hmm? After that, sir, uh, he he had... Uh, they had had so much trouble even then uh, that he just found it uh, undesirable to even be at the house. So he pretty much, he left his, he sold the house at a loss and left. I don't blame him. And swore never to come back to Charleston, West Virginia. I'm going to say it right now. 
I don't blame him for yeah. it, man. But that's it. Uh, good for him for uh, for you know holding them to the, the their feet to the fire on that. But usually they do have code that they can point to and say, well, this is the code, mm-hmm. and here's your citation. Now you're going to court. And this is the kind of thing. And I remember one. I remember one other thing too that he said. There was a guy here by the name of uh, uh, George Jarrett. I'm going to go ahead and use their names. And uh, he asked him. He said, "Yeah." He says, "Why?" Um, he said, "Why have you declared war on Charleston?" He said, "I didn't declare war on Charleston. Charleston declared war on me." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Captain Ned in Florida. Captain Ned, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Megan, Mark. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, not much, man. Uh, great. First of all, great show on the Scientologists uh, over the weekend. Thanks, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, that was fantastic. I used to fish group out of Clearwater Pass, man. Uh, remind me one of these times to tell you about the Scientologist secret police. Why don't you tell us a, right now? <laughs> uh, quite a quite a group they got there, man. <laughs> you know, I just have but, to say, I was friends with a lot of them. Not all of them are that crazy. I just no, don't I agree with their religious stuff. No, I don't think yeah, they're necessarily I know, enfor- That's the enforcement arm, though, you know? Yeah. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. 